Hey there, and welcome back to Message from Serenity's podcast, the podcast that inspires you to live in your best version mentally, physically, and spiritually. I'm your host, Tiara. In today's episode, I'll be talking about healing your roots in the root chakra. Now, for anyone not familiar with the chakra system, chakras are basically energy points we have in and outside of the body. Now, the chakras are not visible because they're energetic, but if the energy is too low or too high in these areas, it's considered out of balance and we can feel it where it changes our mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual states. Now, I specialize in balancing the seven main chakras that lie along the spinal region. And the first point is the root chakra. All the chakras are equally important in their own way. But what makes the chakra so special is that it's the first main chakra in our body, and it's associated with the start of our existence. So this chakra governs our development and ability to be stable and independent in our lives. To keep it simple, let me give you an analogy. You've got two different people that takes care of two of the same type of plant. Plant A gets little water and sunlight from its caretaker. But plant B is watered regularly, gets plenty of sunlight, and the owner also likes to sing to it in the morning. So between these two plants, how do you picture they would look? If you're thinking like me, plant A is going to look dry, withered, pale, and weak because it doesn't receive proper nourishment. And we'd both be guessing that plant B would look healthy, colorful, and strong because it's being taken care of. I like to give this example with the plants because we grow no different than them. We both need nourishment in our roots to grow strong and healthy. So part of the root chakra deals with the nourishment we received in our roots, the developmental childhood phase. Now, hopefully most of the things that you learned from family in this development phase were useful, but within your foundation, some of the things that you pick up aren't always good if you continue the cycle by practicing them. These are known as generational or ancestral curses. These are negative habits or behaviors practiced in the family that's passed down from one generation to the next. Root healing, in my opinion, is simply revelational because it can give you answers to other issues you may be currently dealing with, which is why I always recommend for people to work on healing the lower chakras first, starting with the root. So like I said, the type of nourishment we receive in childhood affects how we grow. Now you can grow in unhealthy conditions and still be a well-rounded person when you do self-development work. However, when there's no developmental work put in to help us reshape our foundation, we find ourselves in the same environment and doing the same things we learned in childhood. So I want to focus on the not-so-great things that keep you from living in your best version. Living in a life of alcoholism, drug abuse, or any other type of abuse, theft, racism, and even poverty are learned behaviors that you have the power to change by stopping the cycle and rebuild your foundation through root healing. When you're doing self-development work, this is definitely an area worth exploring because it's going to help refine you into your next best version. So how do we break these generational barriers? Let me give you three steps that you can take to help put an end to this cycle. So starting with number one, identify your generational curse. This is quite simple, and right now you may already know what your area of opportunity is. But if you're still not sure, think about your family and ask yourself, is there a common practice or behavior among my family that's considered hurtful toward myself or others? 
What is the common trend that you see in your family that could be improved so that the next generation can be better? You may find that you have multiple things to uproot, so just make note of them and work on healing them one at a time. Number two, unpack family history. After you know your generational barrier, you want to start unpacking your family's history. This is where you find out where it stems from. In my own experience, abuse was something I didn't know was a generational barrier. My ex and I had a very dysfunctional relationship even before marriage, and despite it, I still loved him. But after my daughter turned two where she could talk and recognize when something was bad, it was then I knew the dynamic of our relationship at that point was not a good environment for her. So I left because I didn't want her growing up in the same type of environment that I did, which caused emotional and social damage. After I got out of the relationship, I started to unpack my own family history after realizing I endured verbal and emotional abuse within the relationship. As a child, my family endured a lot of verbal abuse from my father, but at the time I didn't know what it was. As far as I was concerned, he just went on rants when he was upset, and that was normal in our house. But by the time I had gotten into my first relationship with my ex, it was the same thing with name-calling and yelling, but it never registered as abuse because it was something I was familiar with in my childhood. Now, I knew it was bad, but I let it roll over and never spoke out against it. I had repeated the same cycle by engaging with abuse. But I realized through my daughter it was a cycle being repeated, and I didn't want her to be okay with someone speaking to her like that. So after I left the relationship, I decided to learn more about both sides of my family to see if my mother or father had endured abuse. After speaking to my mother, I found out she witnessed her mother being abused growing up. And as for my father, I wasn't able to find out much about his side, but I did know he was highly stressed with work and didn't know how to manage it, which led to him taking it out on the family. It was then that I realized my mother had unknowingly continued this cycle by exposing me to it in my childhood. Learning about the previous generation from my family helped me to understand why I had this issue in my relationship. So when unpacking family history, you have a chance to learn more about past family members and their involvement because it gives you a better understanding of the issue that plagues your family. And finally, number three, Break the curse by changing your actions, behaviors, and environments. Now, this is the most challenging step in the process because you have to make change, and change is often uncomfortable when you have to rearrange your life. But you can only make improvements when you put in the work. So you have to rewire your brain through education and do the opposite of what you're accustomed to. You'll also have to change your environment and people you surround yourself with because it's easier to fall back in the cycle when you're in the same environment. So make sure you put in the work and be consistent with the changes you make when healing your roots. So just to recap, here are the three steps to take when healing a generational barrier. Number one, identify the curse. Number two, unpack family history. And number three, break the curse by changing your actions, behaviors, and environments. So if you've never done any type of root healing, start this week by seeing what areas in your roots you would like to heal by incorporating these three steps in the process. You can also get more information on root healing by grabbing a copy of my book, Healing the Wounds, Balancing the Seven Chakras, A Journey to Enlightenment on Amazon. As always, thanks for listening. And until then, peace, love, and namaste.